Lion face. Ah, <laughs> lemon face. Ooh. Lemon face. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode two of Marveling Marvel. That's right, isn't it? This is episode two. Yes, episode yeah. two, uh, where we will be talking about episode two of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We're going to be mentioning our thoughts on the Suicide Squad trailer. And also, I wouldn't mind talking about the... Uh, I watched Invincible, and I wouldn't mind talking about it a little bit, if that's right with you guys. Uh, to get through this, we have Terry. Terry, how are you doing? Good evening, sir. I'm good, thanks. How are you? Great, yeah. Not too bad. Looking forward to talking about more Falcon and Winter Soldier. And we have Steve. Steve, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, mate. You all right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Really good. Really Good. good. Right, so first first episode set up the mindset of these two characters. I think I think did a pretty good job of that. Set up the bad guys, um, and ended on the the cliffhanger of we've got a new Captain America. Second episode, we really get into the meat of it. What do we think of it? I really liked it. I like how they flipped it, so they immediately mm. went into like showing walker yeah I, I will not call him captain he is walker <laughs> uh, immediately try to sort of get you on side with him yeah. like that sort of pre-credits thing is like him worried about taking on the mantle and at his hometown yeah. college it's like oh so it immediately sort of goes like look we may have introduced him as being a bit of a wanker with his winky winky face yeah but he's a good guy he's just trying to step in and then for the rest of the episode they immediately go he's a bit fucking wrong isn't he yeah. But there's something not right with this dickhead, is there? It, that's that's what <laughs> I loved me, about it. Yeah. The, the, for me, the minute it really becomes like, I'm not sure, is when the stubble came out. Yeah. Because Cap was either full beard or shaved. Well, that's, that's probably <laughs> something to do with the super soldier serum. Like, if you want a beard, you just have a beard. But, um, exactly. I, I, yeah, I like that because the intro is like, look how American this guy is. Oh, my God. He's at his high school where he was quarterback for his football team. Um, and now he, he's been like running ops, which we don't know anything about those ops, by the way, and how shady they were working for this government organization that was set up during the snap called the GOC. Um, and uh, he's on Good Morning America. Like the whole thing is like this guy is American as fuck. Um, he is a, he is about as he's good got guts. As, he's got guts. He's about as good a soldier as you can possibly imagine. And I, I love that there's this idea that um, he is the best you could possibly get in terms of a soldier. And also, he's probably still not good enough to be Captain America. Like, It's not about the soldier, <clears throat> is it? It's about the man. Yeah, and they go into a bit of that as well, about saving the platoon with his reinforced helmet, with like the grenade and stuff like that. <laughs> helmet. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> <Okay>, old <laughs> That can be done at least once. <laughs> but... Um, there's just and, and this is something Marvel are really good at little signals that there's something not quite right about him and I honestly like and it's it's just the little like it feels like he's trying to be a good guy that he isn't necessarily a good guy if that makes any sense so when he's talking to, to Bucky and uh, Falcon in the car it's very much like He's, he's saying all the right things that you'd want him to say. I'm not trying to replace Steve. I'm trying to be the best. Steve was this great guy, like, playing into them. And then as soon as it stops going his way, 
and as, as Falcon says it's always the last sentence isn't it you know I thought Cap should have his wingmen back or whatever it is he says yeah and it's, that, it's, yeah, come and yeah. be my puppets or whatever yeah how and, I sort of read that sentence and then afterwards it's the the way he's like pissed off that they've left the car and he's asking the car to move on like the way he kind of he's expecting them to kind of he's probably never met heroes at their level if that makes any sense because these guys are essentially avengers so he's probably never yeah. met anyone like that and probably not used to being told that he's not good enough to do something he was a quarterback if you're a quarterback this is nfl stuff coming into it, you've generally lived a life of being told that you're you're great at everything because you're a quarterback and then moves on to being like one of the best commandos in the world so like the fact that there are probably these heroes that could probably kick his ass let's be honest i think if you put bucky in a room with him on their own bucky would annihilate him um then all of a sudden it becomes like well i'm not used to being told no with these things basically i'm not used to someone actually standing up to me and saying that they won't do what i'm what 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 i want them to do so yeah I, I I think also it plays a little bit into the imposter syndrome as well. This whole series is going to be about how the void that Captain America leaves, and like what and who can step into his shoes basically. And I think the long in the long run, it's going to turn out one of two ways: either those two aren't that evil in the end, but they start to realise that they're doing things completely wrong, or they're going to end up being bad guys and I, I have a feeling it's probably going to be playing into the latter actually yeah i don't know if they're going to be out and out villainous mm. bad guys but yeah i think they're going to be hindrances to bucky yeah. and sam and cause issues and constantly be turning up in the wrong place or mm. ruining what they're doing i think it's going but, to be one of what are that meddlesome government types yeah but i like that they're not totally useless my my, my first thought was that he was going to be like this bumbling idiot and he's not he's clearly he's clearly an awesome soldier if that makes any sense mm. well one thing i did read yeah. um because obviously we've got the the flag smashers who we now have mm. confirmed as they are enhanced they yeah. have abilities a rumor i read was and apparently it plays into the comic books that yeah. walker has actually secretly had the serum as well yeah so him and um semi super soldier Battlestar, and that's how that's how he's been such an amazing soldier and how he won was it three medals of honor or something because he is actually enhanced on the yeah. sly like basically he's gone and paid for it it's, it's, it's easy even closer to what we've seen than that is the power broker that gives him his powers so it's the power broker that gives battlestar basically walker and battlestar are getting their asses kicked so they want to become super soldiers so they go to the power broker who's essentially imagine like a, a high level drug dealer that d- deals the super soldier serum that's what this guy is um think of like the worst kind of yuppie basically um <laughs> and um they go to You're him thinking of del boy steve <laughs> <laughs> del boy with his file effects <laughs> every word in super soldier spirum spelt wrong yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> smells like reef ghost not, not goodbye <laughs> just bonjour yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, so they go to the power broker. So my my thinking is that the government's going to end up. There is no way that the government's going to end up being the good guys in this, in any way, shape, or form. 
the GOC or whatever they're called, so they can they can yeah, separate so them from the government. The yeah. government, I don't think, but yeah, the GOC or whoever's now yeah. the obviously the sword 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 yeah. were the bad guys in one division yeah. as well to a degree. So I think it, yeah, it'll be the same. I think I think this is going to be varying shades of grey, like Winter Soldier is. Like you look at Winter Soldier, mm. there isn't good guys in Winter Soldier except for the the main Falcon, um, uh, Black Widow, and Captain America. They're the only good guys in that film apart from like the ones that stand up at the end but but generally it is this side of hydra versus this side of hydra and they're all trying to take down uh, steve rogers and i think that's what this is going to be i think we're going to end up with this government are a bit shit because i look at the flag smashers and what they're saying is they're not even saying that they want more rights for the people that were here during the blip they're just saying that they believe that the people that had gone are being treated better than the people that were still here yeah. so right. that, that that's not i don't necessarily disagree with them as like a terrorist organization if that makes any sense i, I think the, it's, yeah it's a bit like thanos isn't it the the message slash the thoughts in the right place but the the actions and the way you're going about 100%. doing what you want to do yeah is is a little bit extreme but i would imagine we're going to get a story at some point where something happens that means that they've had to endure like horrible hardships and that's what causes them to become the flag smashers something like that anyway um i think i think they're they are relatively they're at least being painted as relatively sympathetic because they are essentially on the yeah. run from the the power broker. Whereas, so I think what's going to happen is we're going to meet in the middle. And we're going to have the GOC. They're worse than than they probably should be, and the flag smashers. They're better than they probably should be. And as a result, like all you're left with is like these two heroes in the middle, just trying to do the right thing, which is what every Captain America film has been about so far as well. So I'm quite excited about it. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I can talk about things like Falcon and Winter Soldier for ages. This is this is my kind you of. Got shit. any thoughts, Steve, to shut Dan up? Yeah, probably a good idea. No, I, I agree with. Uh, I mean, going back to the the new Captain America. Uh, mm. I know I said in a previous pod that I found Chris Evans as Captain America quite annoying. Yeah, I think this guy. I think this guy fucking tops it. Even my bed. <laughs> and I think I think for me, everything you said is right. He's, he's painted to be this kind of mm. all American. Yeah. Great at everything, but then a bit at the end when it was kind of like, oh, stay out of my way. Yeah, I yeah. Thought, oh, with, thought, with the stubborn you, as well. With the yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought you knob. Do you know what I mean? Like, if anything, you probably need these two probably more than anything. Do you know what I mean? And I think, yeah, I think he's gonna, like Terry's, I think he's gonna be quite hinged. I think he's just gonna sharp everywhere there. There, mm. he's either gonna muck it up, or he's gonna then take the shine and make out that he's on that sort of save the day, save the situation. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can never see him being there. Yeah. yeah. Turning up yeah, at the gonna, yeah. to be well, like sat with his foot on top of someone going, Hurr. yeah, the vulture in uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, yeah, yeah, I I <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I think, think part he, um, of the reason he's so upset that they won't come on board is, like you say, Steve, he knows that he needs them. Yeah, yeah, and it was quite sloppy in that fight on top of the the trucks. It kind of reminded me of when Captain America went to fight Loki in um, Avengers, where it was quite sloppy he still wasn't quite used to mm. being where he was I kind of got the same vibe from the new one where he lost pretty much lost his shield in the fight and he was doing well but still not doing as well as you expect a Captain America to do 
Um, but yeah, I, just, I think he's just going to be. I think he's going to generally annoy me the whole series. But I think that's probably the plan that's yeah. out to play. Yeah, yeah, you know. So that's the thing is that they set him up that he's a dickhead. He's a dickhead. He's a dickhead. Oh no, actually, he does genuinely save the day, and he's everything. Or is he just a dickhead all the way through? Hmm. Yeah, and sort of gonna... it ends with him sort of skulking off into the shadows. Yeah, or I, I think he is the representation of Captain America. How people see what Captain America is compared to what Captain America actually has been in the in the film so far. So, like when <laughs> people when people uh, look at Captain America, think, "Oh, he's a goody two shoes, always working for the government, always doing this, always always like Mister America." Whereas in the films, he's been very much let's put Captain America in this situation and see what he would do, and you're getting the true picture of Captain America, which is that even if it's against the government, he's going to do he's going to do the right, what he believes is the right thing, which isn't always the right mm. thing as well. Um, yeah. Whereas I think this guy is the, the kind of like government shill star-spangled, oh, yeah, the episode's called Star-spangled Man. Like, that says everything yeah. you need to know, really, I think. He'd sign the Sokovia Accords. He, yeah, in an instant, yeah. Well, I mean, you got you got when you. This goes back to the civil war debate. I know. I think you two are team Cap, and I was always team Iron Man. Always, but, yeah. yeah. Or to yeah. put it in a different way, me and Dan are right, and you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so at some point, at some point, we'll um, we'll do um, we'll go through all the Marvel films because it turns out we've got a fair old gap between uh, this series and the next one. So well, haven't we'll, we just? Yeah, we'll start. We'll do a, we'll do a film a week or something. Um, and um, and uh, we'll get to civil war, and we'll have a debate about civil war. Then that that's <laughs> nice one. Um, <laughs> one of my yeah. favourite things this episode did was introduce Isaiah Bradley, which I never thought they'd do. Yeah, um, I had no idea yeah. who he was, but yeah. yeah, no, I thought that did was really good and really played into as we talked about before, like the yeah. racist, r- yeah. racist, the racist undertones yeah. of the movie yeah. of the film series. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you, Marvel! <laughs> that racism is definitely like a, a major part of this, and and the story that he's in is this idea that there was a black Captain America, but he was thoroughly mistreated um, mm. and arrested, yeah, thrown in jail for doing what Captain America does. Exactly, yeah, it's crazy. However, the other the other side of this is that uh, it introduces the next young Avenger, which is Isaiah's grandson, Eli who uh, plays... I can't I never remember his name. I always want to call him, like, Patriot Lad or something. He's not. I think he's literally just... He's just the Patriot. There we go. That's just me con- being condescending to young people. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he's just called the Patriot. So, yeah, he, he's a, and the next Young Avenger. So we've got, like, five Young Avengers now? Three. At least four Young Avengers. So that's that's the next part of that, I think. Yeah, but two oh, of them don't Kate currently Bishop exist. Well. Yeah, they'll come back. <laughs> they come in. They come in. Yeah, yeah, and Kate Bishop as well. A um, uh. couple of other bits I liked. I liked the the scene where um, they stop uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, and they do the, the the kind of ramped up version of the of what we got in the bank, which is the the police asking if. Um, Sam's hassling Bucky, yeah. basically. Mm. Um, and then as soon as they figure out who he is, they're like, "Oh, he's Falcon. That's awesome." But like, <laughs> as soon as he's like, a bit racist up till then, though, wasn't it? Um, yeah. I liked um, yeah. Sam's racist banter with the kid as well. 
Was yeah, a black yeah, falcon? Was Why am yeah. I the black falcon? Yeah, yeah. you the, the black, black kid. Black kid. <laughs> yeah. uh, it changed the whole series around, didn't it? Because yeah. I, I think I don't. I think I text you because I hadn't yeah. watched yet. Terry and said the first half of the episode was just pure humour. Yeah, and I think Bucky. The bit where Bucky was like, "Hello, how are you?" That yeah. really cracked me up because he's. And then from that, from then yeah. on, when they went and saw Zay, it just kind of flipped the whole episode on its head. Yeah, I was thinking, okay, it's going to be a good buddy cop humor episode. And the whole Azaria thing, I was thinking, wow, and it's just so good at that transition. Yeah, anyone else would probably be slated for it, but the way they had humor all the way through, and then even when uh, Falcon was like, "You got beaten by a girl," and yeah. It's, yeah. again, it was just yeah. funny, funny, funny. And all of a sudden, this scene with that, and you're kind of like. Well, that's just completely done a one eighty on the episode, but it just fits so well. They are. I love um, the bit in the warehouse yeah. where it's like, you can't go. I've got a vibranium arm and I can fly. What about it? That is going to help you here. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got all that on film. I love that as well. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it jumps out of the play. A throwback to Black Panther. <laughs> delete that footage. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that. I think I saw a meme and it's Deadpool going, Oh, look, he's going to stick the superhero landing. And he's <laughs> flat on his back with his legs. Sticking. I like that there is no point, at, at no point does it look like he's ever going to land it. Like, no. yeah. He's going to grab a tree or something, yeah. aren't you, with the vibranium arm, but nope. Oh, that kicked. That, 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 There's that another bit as well, like, again, flicking between here and that. It was like quite emotional, was the bit where they're having like their group couple therapy, yeah. where they're having to stare into each other's eyes. Mm. And Bucky's just like, if he was wrong about you, then he was wrong about me. And it's all yeah. like, that's why he's taken it so personally that he gave up the shield. It's not just that, oh, you gave away Cap's shield. It was, yeah. he trusted you, you've betrayed him. So that means he was wrong. Yeah. So that means that I'm not the good guy that he thought I was. And I thought that was like really, again, really different and really sort of challenging rather than just, oh, you're a dickhead, you gave away mm. my mate's shield. It's actually a personal motive for yeah. him. Yeah, and I like that they're not that they they they're, they're mates. That, that, yeah, because like, when he appears, yeah. doesn't he? He's like, "Oh, hey, hey, yeah. Bucky, hey, Sam." Yeah, it's not like, "Oh, I haven't seen you for ages." Yeah. There is a sort of instant. It's just like, "Yeah, I'm going to come with you." Yeah, because this is obviously the episode where we get him ripping off the before he makes that superhero landing, yeah. ripping off the sleeve <laughs> of his jacket to reveal the vibranium arm, which made it even better because he does this super cool thing. And and then yeah. just jumps. I don't out need the... a parachute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I thought that was great. Almost as good as Ragnarok with Hulk. Oh yeah, yeah. you're about to find out. And he just lands <laughs> <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> One I of the best things that. ever. Yeah. Uh, it's, oh, it's such a thud as well. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> his body just sort of bounces a little bit and yeah. just leaves. <laughs> Uh, yeah no so i, I think um uh so yeah i think the power broker is obviously going to be an interesting one quite looking forward to figuring out who's playing the power broker because we haven't actually seen them yet have we we've seen, seen well i read phone. a thing again yeah. uh, apparently episode five mm. it, they used a couple of words but the, the word cameo the mm. word pre like current character or and another thing they said was a character they'd love to see act out with someone like thor mm. so it's probably luke skywalker <laughs> there we um, go <laughs> playing mephisto yeah 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 um yeah i i that that'll be interesting i think i i loved all the therapy stuff as well just as you say yeah mostly humorous and then there's that just that kind of like kick in the teeth marvel and masters yeah. are pacing that's 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 what comes from all of this. 
just like as you say like anyone else would probably get slated for it but that's because they'd probably do it wrong whereas Marvel yeah, is yeah, so, so good at like <clears throat> just just putting everything in in the right place at the right time really, really are we going to find out why Sam doesn't want to take the mantle I mean I don't know if you have overlooked something or do you reckon it's following that whole people are not going to want to have a black Captain America I mean that race obviously mm. but yeah, is it yeah. the whole no one wants a black Captain America I think that's obviously what they're leaning into. I don't mm. know that we got that before the series, <clears throat> but that's definitely something from the series. And then I think it is just, he doesn't think he's up to it himself yeah. as well. Like, yeah. He doesn't yeah. think he's worthy enough. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, the reason why I ask, because he says, doesn't he, like, you wouldn't understand. Mm. So maybe that's what made me think when I was watching it. Because I watched it again yesterday. <laughs> I thought, is that the reason why? Because Bucky wouldn't understand because he's not a man in America facing current racism. Um, I think and then obviously got. Yeah, I mean, again, it could be a complete wild theory. But no, no, no. I'm watching it. I think I think Marvel are the the guys that can do this, which is anytime there is a superhero that comes up and it's suggested that a black person plays it, plays them, then uh, the hate that that person then gets is insane. And I think Marvel are the kind of people that could very well discuss the whole well we made falcon captain america in the comics and it got all kinds of hate because no one wanted to see necessarily a black version of captain america Mm. so marvel could actually just play that out in in the films and just say look how how utterly ridiculous that whole thing is um yeah and and i think that's definitely going to be part of it but i think the other part of it is that that um he doesn't feel like he's worthy to be captain america and that, that plays into the whole imposter syndrome thing. The, this idea that yeah. by the end of the series, I think the one thing we'll realise is the shield is just a shield. Because I think it's this big... They're playing up to be this big symbol. Like... the, the um, I'm going to call him US agent because that's what he is in the, in the comics. Because uh, I don't want to call him Captain America either. Um, <laughs> he does more damage with his gun than he does with the shield. Like he actually, he actually damages one of them. He does. He does this. It's the idea of like if someone went into Hogwarts with a gun, which is a horrible idea. Thinking about it, because it's a bloody school. But the, it's, the, <laughs> it's the idea that that um, that if more people just used guns in the MCU, that that sometimes fights would be a lot shorter. So he's he actually the one time he does any kind of damage is with a gun. So the shield's this big symbol thing, and every time he throws it, it does a, something, but it doesn't ever really do anything. <clears throat> yeah, because yeah. Bucky catches it with his good hand as well, doesn't he? He does, yeah. So it's obviously yeah. showing that he's not throwing it as hard as Cap was. Yeah, and yeah, well, and also Bucky's a bit of a superhero, superhero, super soldier as well, isn't he? Yeah, mm. I also love Bucky's comment as well when... Um, Sam's talking about like, the big three, mm. aliens, androids, or wizards. Yeah. He's going, what, you, you're going after Gandalf? Oh, you've read The Hobbit? Yes, I read The Hobbit in 1937 <laughs> when it came out. That was funny. The little thing about that is um, it was originally published in 1937. However, it wasn't introduced to the US until 1939, which means that Ooh. Bucky was so interested in The Hobbit that he ordered it... <laughs> to be imported from the UK <laughs> well 
Yeah. <laughs> Amazon was big back then. Yeah, I, I choose to believe that then rather than it was a mistake made by the, the writers. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. could be Bucky misremembering he's 106 years old. Yeah, and you know, yeah. they, they fucked with his brain a fair amount as well, haven't they? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, let's try and remember anything else. Well, the only other thing we need to talk about is obviously the, the tiniest, glimmerest hint of zemo right at the end where it's just like we're gonna have to go Mm. and it's they're gonna have to go to zemo for help so we talked a bit i think towards the end of wandavision of like whether zemo was actually going to be a good guy or is he going to be like so was it a case of they're going to get him out to help and he's going to betray them for his own ends or he he hates superheroes doesn't he so like he's going to be like hating all of this be interesting it's just gonna be good yeah. <gasps> by the way <laughs> did you learn nothing <laughs> by by the way that hits close that hits harder if they hadn't have already told us zemo was going to be in this yeah that's true so if that wasn't yeah. in in the adverts and the trailers and whatnot and they just show at the end going we're gonna go south to see him and then we see zemo and it's like <gasps> that then all of a sudden becomes a genuine cool surprise whereas because we all knew it was going to happen because we knew he was in it because we've seen all the trailers then it kind of loses some of its uh, impact I think I think it's one of those things though because I've always said Mm. and this is going slightly off topic but like Doctor Who yeah they always announce when the Doctor's leaving so Peter Capaldi his last this is his last series then he's quitting Matt Smith he's quitting if they kept that under wraps yeah and at the end of a series, genuinely, the Doctor died, regenerated, and someone else took over, and no one had a fucking clue that was coming. That's really good. That would be, like, the craziest thing you would ever see. But I think it's just they know there's certain things they can't keep secret. And I think, obviously, Daniel Brühl would have been seen on set or something, because mm. they've done a lot of outside shooting for this, haven't they? So yeah. it's probably just a case of we know he's going to get caught out, so let's just do it our own way. But yeah, I agree. There's certain things. If you could keep it 100% secret, mm. then it would have much more impact. But yeah, mm. I think as well, they wanted to tell people that Zemo was coming back and they showed yeah. him with the mask and he looked more like Zemo from the comics. Yeah, I just think that would have been a cooler moment if we hadn't have known. As, as you say, it's probably very difficult to keep these things secret, but still, it would have been awesome. Yeah. But there we go. <clears throat> I generally thought they were going to see Zemo a bit earlier. Yeah. When they actually went and saw us off, oh, it's Zemo, and it wasn't like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, don't know why I thought that. I just thought that they might genuinely be going to see him. Looking forward to seeing Agent 13 <clears throat> in this again, though. Mm. Yeah. It seems like they're introducing a new person every episode, so maybe she'll be in episode four. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Hope so. Unless <laughs> she's like looking after Zemo or something, and that's where she comes well, in. Well, she's on the run still, isn't she? That's what they mentioned, so. What, from Civil War? Yeah, That's like six so, yeah. years ago. Yeah, I'm pretty certain she became an enemy of the state. They said, Sharon. and she's not. She's not an Avenger. She's not the kind of person that will get pardoned either. No. Mm. So yeah, but she might have got. She might have got blipped out. So you know, she might not have been on the run for as long as we think. Ah, it's a good place to hide, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> <For> five years. <laughs> the eternal abyss. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Did we did we talk about that Kali girl? I mean, she that text message, didn't she? Are we assuming that's from that power broke then, are we? She yeah. That text message to sort of say, 
you've got you, weather. You, you got um, my my things, and I don't yeah. think I think where it says vaccines, I don't think they're vaccines. I think that is super yeah, soldier I, serum. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. I imagine yeah. it's not because I love the bit as well, and it's sort of got a hint of uh, your favourite, the Dark Knight Rises and Bane, where they need some time to get away. One of them is just like, I'll go. And he's mm. literally said, I'll go and kill myself to give yeah. you guys time to take off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But just a sort of, there's like, um, can't think of the word, like the sort of martyrdom sort of, of it, where they're just like, no, the cause is all, and they're willing to throw their bodies on the line for it. Yeah. I think the cause is going to be a massive problem as well, because more and more people, they're implying that more and more people are getting behind it as well. Well, if someone told me I could have the super, if someone told me you could have the COVID jab or the super soldier serum, I think I'll go with the super soldier serum. Uh, super soldier is probably relatively low ri- low COVID risk, I'd imagine as well. <laughs> exactly, yeah, because yeah. you're fighting fit, aren't you? Exactly, yeah, yeah. I need it. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Or well, just... you're a super soldier, or you've had your jab. <laughs> <laughs> bit of caragay, bit of caragay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, should we talk about uh, the Suicide Squad trailer then? It came out yeah. last week as well. James Gunn's Suicide Squad trailer. We have mm. mixed feelings on this, I believe. Yeah. Who wants to kick us <laughs> off? <laughs> well, I'll start because yeah. you know we'll end on a positive, I suppose. <laughs> um, I'm not. I'm not going to sit and completely slag it off. Yeah. But I just. <laughs> I don't want to say I didn't get it because. I did get it, if you know what I mean. I just, yeah. I almost felt like it was a film taking the piss out of itself. Um, I don't, know, I don't know if that's the um, the angle they're going for. Mm. I don't know because you know this is supposed to piss all over the original, the first one. Are you and just is... sad that Will Smith isn't back for this one, Steve? Is that the real reason? Well, partly, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. I mean, I mean, you can see by my background. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know. I mean, I don't know if that's what he looks like in the comments because I've never heard of him until. Mm. This show, he looks like a dickhead. He, he looks like someone's taken Thor's hammer, pulled off the bloody ear bits, and painted it silver and whacked on John Cena's head. Um, I just didn't find it as gripping as. Uh, well, to be fair, hmm. I just don't think it was a film that I was expecting to see the trailer for. That's probably what it more comes down to the fact that I was what thinking. What were you expecting? I was, I was actually ex- expecting more of a serious tone film. I knew with Harley Quinn that it was going to be the you know, the sinister banter mm. and there was going to be, I, you know, I don't know, it's hard to explain. I just, I just felt like I said in the group, I felt like it was just a parody of itself. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I hope when I see the film, mm. I walk out being like, this is amazing because I went to Suicide Squad thinking, it's got Will Smith in it, you know, it's got Margot Robbie in it. What could go Jared wrong? Jared in it. <laughs> you know, um, but I, I wasn't as amazed by it as obviously I know you two were which obviously you know unlike the Captain America Iron Man thing I'm not going to tell you two you're wrong you know it's your opinion that's fine <laughs> I love you, Terry. You, you've <laughs> never told us we're wrong about Captain America you've only implied it but that was probably the closest <laughs> you've definitely got to saying you're wrong about it but sure um, but you know I mean, I, I mean I'm fairly sure if uh, when a newer trailer comes out nearer the time maybe I might look at me actually that seems really good but for me personally I think Again, it probably just comes down to I probably wasn't expecting it to be that type of trailer, but I hope I do hope that I'm wrong. I hope I really enjoy it. I'll, um, I'll, I'll say something that kind of backs up what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I think I only liked that trailer because I knew it was James Gunn. Okay. 
So I like, I, I, and, and, and if I this think, was Zack yeah. Schneider's Suicide Squad and that was a trailer, <laughs> yeah. we probably would have seen some issues with it. 100%. And, and, and the only reason I, I looked, I watched it and thought, well, that looks good, is because I know that that tone is something that James Gunn can definitely pull off. Because mm, yeah. I, I didn't think it was a million miles away from the Guardians trailer. Like what no, that's the, the thing. You get su- as we talked yeah. about <clears throat> earlier, like mm. Starro the monster has a yeah. very vibe of the Guardians trailer yeah. for Volume Two. Um, yeah, no, I completely agree. I think it's one of the things of you know what you're going to get with James Gunn. This mm. is what I was expecting from the trailer because yeah. where you're talking about Steve, that's like almost like a piss take. I think this trailer is meant to be that. I think it is meant to show because there's so many of them in it. There's so many people in this Suicide Squad, as we've mm. talked about. The chances are one or two of them will survive this, if that. Obviously, yeah. the whole marketing is don't get attached. <laughs> yeah. And I think the yeah. whole point of this trailer is to show the ridiculousness of the idea of we'll get super criminals to do the job for mm. us, but the super criminals are stupid ones like Polka Dot Man who yeah. wants to die. <laughs> They're the weasel who is some of the most beautifully deliberate shit CG I've ever seen. <laughs> I absolutely love him. Crackhead and Rocket. King Shark, I think, looks fucking amazing. Yeah, King Shark. Yeah. Because the, the one thing I have to agree with, mm. and I, I hate to say this with all the Snyder cultists, they've yeah. all been saying like, oh, you can't use Steppenwolf because he's too scary. King Shark rips someone in half <laughs> in this trailer, like, literally in half with entrails, blood, and guts. Yeah. But no, that's fine because it's a James Gunn film, yeah. and it's literally that. Yeah. Um, but no, I think it looks amazing. I'm really excited for it. I was excited for it beforehand. Yeah. I think Idris, I think, is going to bring his um, the office skills. Yes. He had a few episodes in there with his <laughs> just. The whole bit where they're like going on the mission to save Harley, and then she's just stood there. Yeah, yeah, that, that like, was this is embarrassing. Funny, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bit of a piss take, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's just that's so con- go in there and you can rescue me. Well, that's condescending. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just him like halfway up the wall. And just oh. uh, that, so and yeah. yeah. Just as we mentioned, the bit in the trailer, it's like oh, we might all die, and yeah. Polka Dot Man goes, "I hope so," and then Bloodshot <laughs> Bloodshot just goes, "Oh for fuck's sake!" I'm with, so like, I want to survive, and I'm with these fucking cretins. Yeah, just yeah, I like they that. They just seem so crazy, ridiculous, and yet it's got the Doctor in it, so it's all good. So I I I think that yeah, I think James Gunn likes working with characters that aren't necessarily as well loved because it means he gets to do what the fuck he wants with them exactly so yeah. i think with guardians if that would have gone if if he could do whatever he wanted with the guardians of galaxy no one gave a shit star lord didn't even look like that in the comics like it, do, it doesn't mm. matter um and i think that's the same with this that you have like a couple of characters that you can't do anything with like harley quinn like you can't kill off Harley Quinn because Harley Quinn is the center of the DC movie universe at the moment. Um, so aside from that, you can do pretty much whatever you want. You can make him as ridiculous as you like. You can have Captain Boomerang scraping dog shit off his uh, shoes with his, one of his boomerangs, <laughs> which I really liked. Um, you can have King Shark in just looking like the most utterly ridiculous thing in the world, and you can have them. I thought this was closer, somewhere between Guardians of the Galaxy and Super. And, and I'm talking mm. about Tone Guardians of the Galaxy. The way they're dressed was very much Super. 
which was he just went with the the Ostrander costumes. They they look almost identical to like the actual costumes in the in the in the comics. Yeah, because I think I read somewhere as well. He said like he likes the fact that like they're shit villains. Yeah, they've been caught. That's how they're in the Suicide Squad. Yeah. So they're obviously not brilliant. They're not super yeah. villains. They're not. They're not the Joker who always manages to evade capture. Yeah, they are shit. They've been caught for a reason. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that that seems to def- seems to come across as well. Um, I, I I'm interested to see what he does with it. But I I, I kind of agree. I watched it. I didn't. I wasn't underwhelmed when I first watched it, and I was just. I it took me a while to to kind of sit with me and, and remember what what this is probably going to be, which isn't a parody as such of, of Suicide Squad, but it will probably take the piss out of them at some point as well. Yeah, I can imagine there being some proper <laughs> overt comments, yeah. yeah, taking the piss out of the other one or like. Sort of almost like naked gun style. It's like, well, this is the first time we've done this, isn't it? And like yeah. Harley just winks at the camera or something. Whilst, whilst probably having more of an emotional heart than the first one ever did as well. The first one had a heart other than... No, exactly. Um, Entrances that was in that briefcase. You know, I started... I said you guys are yeah. mister. I started watching it, fell asleep within about half an hour. Don't blame you. <laughs> the film is fucking um, awful. But no, I, I get the impression as well, or I get a feeling that when we get to another trailer as Steve said a bit closer I think the next trailer might be a bit more serious and mm. a bit more I think this is the James Gunn trailer mm. if mm. that makes sense this yeah, is the, we've hired James Gunn to do a film we've had a lot of flack for how shit our films are how dark they are how somber they are yeah. let's show them that we've made a James Gunn film so we'll have the stupid remarks we'll have the brilliantly placed F-bomb we'll have Peacemaker talking about eating a bag a beat full of dicks We'll have an, another bit that I like where they're going. If you do this, we will kill you. Yes. And then like, if you, we find out you have personalised plates, you die. If you cough without covering your mouth, and Rick Flair just goes, "I don't agree with her, but that's not an invitation to cough without." <laughs> so, like, Which I don't know if that yeah. was added in post production after COVID, but yeah. that's a beautiful line in, in this day and age. I um, um th- this is the most in in a trailer. This is the most of like Harley Quinn as well. Yeah, like I I. I... I know loads of people loved Birds of Prey. I really like Birds of Prey. Because I, don't, I, I, like didn't, it as well. I didn't dislike it. I didn't love it, though. Um, Sexist pig. No. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> no, but uh, sure. Okay. Uh, I just... I, 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 maybe I was in the wrong frame of mind. Maybe I was too busy on my QAnon websites and my uh, uh, no, being, being the intel that I am now. just yeah Steve, we saw it at the cinema didn't yeah. we Birds of Prey I'm sure we yeah did. we did yeah we did, yeah, we did. Yeah, I, I think at the cinema I was a little bit unsure but I didn't really know what I was getting myself into because mm. I actually found myself quite liking Ewan McGregor in the role of Black Skull yeah and then watching mm. it again I sort of threw it on as a oh it was okay it all, and I mm. really enjoyed it the second time around oh, maybe I'll give it a watch I think possibly because I knew what was coming I knew what sort of tone they mm. were aiming for um I would um, have liked to have seen more of the Huntress in it. That that was my one. Yeah, I think they could. I think they definitely needed a bit more of yeah. everyone to be honest. Yes. Yeah. Just just well, they everyone. Sort of lent on it as it's the Harley Quinn show, didn't they? Basically. Yeah. So they renamed yeah. it during its release, didn't they? To yeah. Just Harley Quinn or Harley Quinn Birds of Prey, rather than it was Birds of Prey or the Fantabulous Emancipation of One yeah. Fabulous Harley Quinn, because yeah. they knew that that might get more people in the cinema. Yeah, and it probably did. So it mm, probably sure works, it did. but this this is definitely this feels like Har- 
comics Harley Quinn as well. Like, it feels like with each film, they're letting Margot Robbie actually do more acting, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I think it's like we said, though, they've realised that she's the one where, to a degree, again, she's not amazing in Suicide Mm. Squad as a character or written, Mm. but the charisma and the love of people of Margot Robbie got him yeah. through. So they're almost going like, actually there's a character that works. So yeah, let's mm. give her a bit more, a bit more of a role. And yeah. by giving her a bit more of a role, they probably have to give Margot Robbie a bit more money and a bit more creative say so. So she can, mm. she's got the <clears throat> inverted commas well, bollocks to swing around on. It's it. in all of her contracts mm. that she gets producer rights, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So it's, and that's not just so she gets more money. That's because it means she gets, creative control to a certain aspect of her character as well yeah so interesting so yeah that's that makes sense also how jacked is rick flag now yeah he's big old Mm. he's obviously been uh, working out since uh dr moon died or whatever (laughs) did she no she didn't die did she i can't remember maybe she dumped him and he's obviously then gone off and got jacked up to show her what she's missing yeah maybe yeah um yeah, and sliced alone as as King Shark as well is great. Yeah, I like that. To be fair, that's, that's quite cool. I th- I it saw took me like yeah. three listens because you said about it, and yeah. I watched the trailer like another two times to actually go like, no, yeah, that I agree. Yeah, because it wasn't on IMDb immediately that it was Stallone. Because mm. cool, I didn't realise Taika Waititi's in this film. Oh, he is, isn't he? Yeah, um, and a lot of people had him down as the voice of. Thingy, but evidently not. I can imagine him being the voice of Starro, the great big fucking starfish. Oh, but like, like proper, like Cork from. Uh, yeah, giving from... it a proper accent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm but cool. We with shall that. have to see. Definitely. Definitely. But I think the other thing to go with this film as well, where we talked about James Gunn and this being his kind of bag, yeah. he did say that because someone said, Oh, would you ever consider doing a Superman film? Mm. He said that Warner Brothers, mm. obviously, when he had his falling out with Disney. Yeah. Warner Brothers said, what do you want to make? Not, yeah. oh, do you fancy Suicide Squad? It was, what do you want? And mm. they offered him whatever he wanted and he chose Suicide Squad. Yeah, A bit like he did with Guardians of the Galaxy, although obviously he had to earn that a little bit more with Marvel, but they literally gave him the key to the kingdom and this is what he picked. I, um, I was trying to think, is there a James Gunn film I didn't like? Well, that he's directed or that he's been involved in? He's directed, we'll say directed super would be my least favorite but that's i really like super. like yeah. not much of a yeah that's not like yeah. a down thing that's just a it's the one i like the least also the best tagline ever shut up crime just <laughs> yeah just i mean i do me appreciate it i appreciate it more yeah. having watched it since i watched the office yeah and enjoying that dwight's in it yeah a bit like when i rewatched galaxy quest yesterday and saw that dwight's in part of that as well in um Super, it has one of the most brutal heads being blown off scenes, though, as well. I don't think it's I've a really seen it. brutal film, yeah. In yeah, it's good, but yeah, I think yeah, Slither's probably can... my favorite. That's yeah, not Slither's like, great, yeah. Super's good, yeah. Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy, obviously, yeah, Suicide Squad, yeah. He hasn't done many, has he, as a director? No, literally, I mean, he's done like some mm. other bits and pieces. I like did, um like tv shows and shorts mm. some pg porn have you watched pg porn Ooh. no pg porn is amazing i'll see if i can find some <clears> links <throat> and i'll put it in the whatsapp it's hilarious he directed eight episodes of that 
Yeah, it's it's, it's an online thing. It's got um, one of them's got Nathan Fillion, one of them's got Alan Tudyk, one of them's got um, Daryl from The Office. I can't remember his real name. Um, and it's all takes on porn, but without any kind of sex. So something happens in it that means that they never have sex, basically, in the porn. That's why it's PG porn. And it is absolutely hilarious. I'll, I'll find links to it. The Nathan Fillion one is particularly good. So, yeah. yeah he's written a lot more stuff. Yeah. But obviously, the Scooby-Doo films. For the life of me, and I was determined not to look it up, I can't remember the evil take on Superman film that he did. What was the call? What was the uh, title of that? Brightburn. Brightburn. There we Bright go. Burn. That's the one. Yeah, really. Well, I don't that. think he. I think he literally just produced that. Yeah, I think he did. I think his brother wrote it. Do you not like it? <clears throat> oh, that was so bad. I really liked it. Okay. Oh, did we? Did we? You went aside, did we, Terry? We saw it. I think it was a unlimited screen. Mm. It was an unlimited. So yeah, yeah. I didn't like it at all. Oh, really? I think my issue with it was it was just literally Superman. If he was bad, I thought they yeah. might mix it up a bit. No, I it, liked it. For me, it was just a bit. I don't know. I didn't hate it. I've only watched it the once, so maybe if I watched it again. Mm. But yeah, it didn't blow me away. But I didn't hate it. Speaking of things that are worth a watch, I just want to get a quick mention in before we before we pack up. Uh, Invincible on Amazon Prime. It's been three episodes of it so far. Don't know whether any of you guys have watched it. No, you keep going. Uh, Is it on uh, Prime? Did you? Yeah, say? it's on Prime. Yeah, uh, it's it's uh, an animated series based on a comic by Robert Kirkman. Um, Does it have and... zombies in it? No, <laughs> no, there are no zombies in this one. It's probably more <laughs> mm-hmm. zombies by that point, you'd have thought. But um, yeah, it's really, really good, really well done. The voice cast is is great as well. It's got Stephen Yun and uh, Jay. God, what's his bloody name? He plays Joe Jonah Jameson. J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Yeah. yeah, they're like the two main voices. Does in it, it have Andrew Lincoln voicing Rick Grimes? <laughs> that would get me watching it yeah oh no every now and then all you hear in the distance is carl so yeah <laughs> um but it's uh it's really really good the ep- ep- episode one the ending is unreal like it, it, so it's is it just... dropping like week by week yeah they've done the first three episodes though so far all right bye steve no, oh, i yeah, might I wait till we oh, <laughs> yeah i thought we thought you dropped out that i might wait until it's done and yeah. then I can just blitz the whole series. Sweet, yeah, it's it's worth it. it, it I'm really enjoying. It. I'm going to read the comic next, I think. So yeah, nice, cool. I was going to say we could talk about Taskmaster, but I haven't watched the latest episode yet. I watched, I watched episode. Yeah. I watched the first episode, but I haven't watched the, the newest one. Mike again is a delight. Yeah, he's hilarious in the sixth yeah. one. He's my because f- I'd never heard of him, but I recently yeah. watched all of Man Down. Yeah, where he played. Fuck, he's in Man I'd- Down, isn't he? Yeah, he's the mustachioed man, yeah. which he seems to be fairly similar to that character in real life. Yeah. That sort of straight-laced. I mean, the thing I love about him in Taskmaster, A, him on the hoverboard. Was amazing. Was the yeah. most yeah, gripping, slow-moving thing you've ever seen in your life. As he goes about half a mile an hour carrying those plates. And just how polite he is. Excuse me for a moment, and he runs off to the shed and comes back. <laughs> and as Greg keeps pointing out, how he's just dressed as a geography teacher, yeah, <laughs> or uh, didn't quite make the air force man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but now there's a couple of bits in this second episode that really made me piss myself. Mm. I like it. I love Taskmaster. Brilliant. The oh, end task, yeah. the, the studio task. 
there's a bit with him that really made me chuckle last week's was great when they started chucking the uh, buckets at each other yeah I really that liked was yeah. absolute anarchy yeah I loved it <laughs> yeah this one doesn't have the anarchy but yeah. it has the, has the giggles <laughs> And I'm also enjoying how Jamali just isn't taking shit off Greg. Yes. Yeah. He's literally just like, no, fuck it. I'm going for it. <laughs> I don't yeah, think it's going to work out well for him in the long run. I got the vibe that Greg didn't like him in the first episode. Uh, it was um, obviously second episode, obviously different, but um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just love it when Greg picks on something that I forget why because it wasn't one of the people on the, but a thing came up that he hated pregnant women and literally for the whole episode he just kept going on about how much he hated pregnant women I, I still, just think oh, I still, I was, yeah. there's a podcast that Ed Gamble does yes. about it and they've had Greg Davis on and they've had um, Little Alex Horn on yeah. and the whole first <laughs> series Greg only agreed to do it if Frank Skinner did it yeah and basically the entire history of Taskmaster yeah. is based on Frank Skinner agreeing to do it because that was like why the studio were going to make mm. it that's why Greg was going to get involved and Frank Skinner was really on the fence and then suddenly like they managed to talk him round he was great bang. as well yeah oh he's hilarious Bob Mortimer's still my favourite oh he was good he was great I really like Romesh oh he was great as well and Nish Kumar no, as well I really knew who he was at the time either that was yeah. like one of his breakthrough things because he was on the podcast as well and they talked yeah. about his episode. I mean, yeah. You're vegan, Ramesh, yeah? You were vegan when you made it. You did a task where you smashed 39 eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, like, do you think if you did it now, you'd say, oh, 100% now if I did it. But at the time, I would have been like, oh, yes, sir, yes, sir. Yeah, keep you on TV. Yeah, I'll smash eggs. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw all my beliefs out the window. Don't worry, sir. Just, <laughs> just let me be on TV. I loved uh, Nish Kumar as well. Oh, he was funny. My, one of my favourite bits is Greg taking him to one side and goes, Ah, oh, Nish, you see, I like you, man. You're a good lad, but like... <laughs> and James Acaster, because he took him off as well, didn't he? Oh, what's yeah. wrong? Yeah. What, why are you doing this? Why are you acting out? James Acaster's relationship with Rod Gilbert in general. Oh. How you can be friends with him, Greg, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was the task where Rod goes out and shuts the shed or shuts the garage and hides everything and James is in the studio just going like you shy it what was <laughs> <laughs> oh, love Taskmaster I love Taskmaster I've watched it all the way through like three or four times it's one of those ones you can just sling on in the background and then end up just watching it because yeah, even mm. that one of the series that I liked the least was the one with Paul Sinner on it yeah I just thought that was a not a bad series, but not as good as ever. But the bit where they're all on shop mobility scooters, blindfolded, and they've got to drive around that track, and Paul Sinner just gets off and starts walking away. <laughs> Every time I watch it, I cry laughing. Because they just trying to find it again. It's like, you fucking idiot. You're on this fucking chase. You're meant to be clever. <laughs> I loved uh, the Joe, Joe Brand on it as well. Thought she was great. Oh, Joe Brand and David Baddiel. Yeah, David Baddiel was, was just fucking useless. Well, literally, like, it's like one of the things was make a sandwich and eat it. And they're like getting the butter out, a bit of mustard, cooking up some sausages. <laughs> so if we're going to do it, might as well do it properly. <laughs> um, oh. One last TV series recommendation, because I actually watched stuff this week. Um, Resident Alien. It's just oh, been Alan on Sky. Tudyk, isn't it? Yeah, Alan Tudyk perfectly portraying um, an alien as a human. It is <clears throat> brilliant. But it, I think it's one of those things that's only good because Alan Tudyk's in it. Mm. But it is really fucking good. I've, I've watched all nine episodes so far. 
well worth the watch. I surprised yeah, how good it was. Yeah, surprised at how good it was. Um, so, yeah, there's only one episode left. So if you, if 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 you're interested, definitely worth watching. Wrap it up, I suppose. Unless anyone else has got anything they want to talk about. No, I think we talked about everything. Talked about everything. Yeah. Oh no, there was one thing yeah. actually that I saw literally, and I'm looking at it right now on my screen. Apparently, Russell Crowe is going to be in Thor: Love and Thunder. Yes. In mm-hmm. an as yet unnamed role, but he was. I, I did think something might be coming because at the weekend, him and um, Chris Hemsworth were at a. I think we're not, it was an Aussie Rules football game together. Playing. Um, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but if you see Russell Crowe looks fucking shabby at the moment, he's got a massive bushy beard, yeah. big old shabby hair. But, I mean, that's some of the actors in that now, because obviously Christian Bale's in it. Yeah. Portman's back, Hemsworth, Russell Crowe. I'm very excited for that film. Yeah. I think it's weird. I think COVID has meant that all of a sudden actors are more available. Especially ones that live in Australia. Yeah, that helps, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Which is a shame because Ragnarok is almost exclusively like Aussies and Kiwis. So that would have been a good one to do during COVID. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. With uh, Carl Urban and um, Hella. Can't remember her name. Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett, Gladriel. Yeah. Right. Let's wrap this up then, I suppose. Thanks, guys. Um, back next week to talk episode three of Falcon and Winter Soldier and whatever other superhero trailers or not superhero trailers drop between now and then as well um, if you want to contact well, we us we could also yeah. be, be mean about Marvel if you wanted to the yeah. fact they've decided to put Black Widow on their Premier Plus we didn't rather than that. standard to air the bastards yep mm. and later than expected as well July yeah it's gone back to June yeah because that's the other thing if they're going to say it's okay push it back to June if you're going to say no it's cinematic that's what we're going to do but they've pushed it back mm. and said it's going to drop at the same time on yeah. thingy so don't push it back then mm. and just put it on and Cruella as well is doing the same thing yeah yeah I think it's weird that they're pushing it back to try and get like some kind of cinema presence I suppose but yeah, so <clears> either push it back because mm. no it's going to be in the cinema blah 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 yeah. it obviously shows that it has no link I imagine it has no links to the series yeah Obviously, yeah. we talked about is it going to lead into it or is there something going to come of it? Obviously the, not, because otherwise they'd be pushing to get it out. That's what I forgot to mention. Um, in the comics, um, John Walker learns how to use the shield uh, from Taskmaster. Um... Ta- Taskmaster shows him how to use the shield. So, mm. you know, that might be the only, like, tenuous link, potentially. But we'll, we'll yeah, see. But I'd imagine not. I think they would have done something, as I say, to get it out. If it if it was necessary to see it, yeah, I think they would have done something else. Yeah, weird yeah. one that film because it's only what a year and a bit late. So yeah, yeah. but there we go. Uh, if you want to contact us, hit us up on Twitter, which is at tmtoh, or Instagram at tmtoh, or join us on Discord. You can get there via Instagram and Twitter. Uh, the main pod. Still doing our World Cup of Super Villain, World Cup of Movie Villains. Sorry, we're doing uh, episode two of the preliminary rounds this week. So if you got any villains, send them in to us. Ha- join us on the live chat if you want to vote. If you want to help vote in the villains, that's the way we do it. Everyone in the live chats gets a vote to decide who's going to make it through to the next round. Um, other than that, back next week to talk more Falcon and Winter Soldier and other superhero-related things. Thank you and goodbye. 